Welcome to the Are You Ready podcast. I just gotta go, it's the sound of the police. <laughs> With this guy, William Thompson. And this guy, David Elliott. No, that's that's my real name. Oh, it's That's right. personal, I don't want people knowing that. My stage name's Dave Elliott. Big D Elliott. William Thompson and... D Elliott. That sound like paramilitary. Dave Elliott, that's my stage name, okay? Right, okay. William Thompson and... Dave the Rave Elliott. That's going to have to do. Welcome to the podcast, yeah. wrestling fans and fans of funny. Worst, that's the worst <laughs> intro ever. <laughs> fans oh, of man. funny? Fans of funny, yeah, let's welcome to the podcast, guys. It wouldn't be an Are You Ready podcast, would it, without... There are new sponsors, guys. Beer, beer. 52. 52. So if you're looking at a free case of eight beers, uh-huh. craft beers, from over 40 different countries on five mm-hmm. continents, Which maybe is, including Antarctica, That shows know. what we're like as guys. You know, we just want to include everybody in the world on this podcast. We're open to everybody, all races, all religions, and all beers. All getting it. And it's we'll help you if you go on the beer52.com forward slash Ready. Ready. And the link to the beers is in the description of the video or the podcast yeah. wherever you're getting So you get a free case podcast. of beer. You do have to cover the postage and packaging, which is five ninety five. Yeah. Well, Just postage. Oh, Just postage. postage. Nipples. Nipples? You get nipples. You get free nipples. The pack as well. And this, what I've got here, is a nice Sorocky olive cracker. I mean, I'm going to judge this and say it's Italy. And we'll give it a try. Would you like to try a cracker? Okay. Mmm. We love crackers in this podcast. Because mm. like I said, we love all races and religions. No, it's not very nice. good. What do you have there, William? Sour cream and chive, crunchy peas. Crunchy peas? I mean, I don't know how this is going to go, but we'll try it. It's got an interesting strap at the back to open it, so this could just spill everywhere. And if you want to refill it, you just throw the strap on. Do you have a strap on yet? Not yet. If you want to send a strap on to William, <laughs> we'll put their... Our, our I would appreciate address. that. I would, they're dear. They're dear? Yeah. You can just make your own, mate. What do you mean, make your own? Go to the shop. I don't need to make my own off a dick. <laughs> Go to the... <laughs> but, <laughs> but do you keep that dick on your body, though, don't you? <laughs> no, I left it What I will say, these peas are hard to open. All right? Yeah. Oh, no, and they're all over the table. Do I try some peas? No. Try some peas, mate. I don't like peas. Oh, they're really hard, but I'm, aller- right. I'm allergic. To peas? Yeah. No, no, I'm allergic to peas. No? They're not. So, like... <laughs> What's that me, mean? They make me sick. I, I throw up a five peas. These aren't peas, though, mate. They're wee treats. They're literally sweet, crunchy peas. See if it makes you sick. Go on. I'm not actually allergic to peas. I just didn't want one. Have a pea, mate. What do you think of those? <laughs> delicious, aren't they? Beer52.com forward slash ready. Oh. They're, they're delicious. But you know what? I will say Beer 52, do better with your packaging. Yeah. No, they are they're very, very nice. Don't have your peas open in the middle of the packet. Have them open at the top for fuck's sake, Beer 52, sort it out. But they are very delicious. Do you actually not like peas right enough? Is that what's happening here? No, it's lovely. I hope people like, what's that thing called when you do stuff down a microphone? BDSM? What? What do you the, think BDSM is? Well, people are like, I'm eating. ASMR? <laughs> Alright, there you go. BDSM is like fucking whips and chains. Well, I mean, this is called Leather right and place. shit. Leather BDSM shit. BDSM is what I do. <laughs> I don't do ASMR. And that's why you need to strap on. Mm-hmm. Now, I've got a problem here, guys. I don't want to eat any more on the podcast because it's disgusting and gross. But I have a handful of peas here, so we're going to have to eat them. So you're going to just talk for a minute whilst I eat these okay. peas, okay? So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Are You Ready podcast, the only wrestling podcast where we seem to discuss everything bar fucking wrestling. What are you doing? <laughs> I got peas in my beer. You're like, Baloo the burr. That's ridiculous. Mm. Stop doing <laughs> Come here, come. Um, so, like we said, we always talk about wrestling. It's a wrestling podcast, David. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you know what we're talking about today? I think we're going to talk a little bit about catchphrases, William. We are. Uh-huh. Everyone's favorite 90s game show. Mm-hmm. What a show. If you say, say what you see, if you see it, say it. Yeah. Shout out to Roy Walker, number one legend. Did Dale Winton not host it? Well, he's gay. I... I'm dead. That's what I meant. <laughs> Fuck sick. <laughs> well, it's both loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Deal went. Yeah. But. <laughs> Fuck me. But, yeah, catchphrases are an integral part of wrestling. Most big wrestlers have a. And why is that, William? Because you can put it on shirts, man. You know what, what I mean? What does that mean? What do you. Are you having a breakdown right now? Or are you just trying to get me to talk while The Beer 52's peas are so delicious, you just can't really chew them. 
<laughs> so I'm trying to get rid of them really quick. All right, okay. Mm. Pardon? Good idea. You can smell those peas all the way. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Buena Vista, Salt and Lime Lager. You've never looked more like a darts player in your Rehydrates fucking life. Rehydrates the peas. That's all you need. Yum yum. Very tasty. <laughs> you literally look like you're about to throw a fucking money in it. Mm, probably about a 20. I'll do a 21. Boom. <laughs> Boom. But yeah, I'm going to say... Catchphrase is important for merch and wrestling. Uh-huh. And is that the real reason, just merch? I assume so. It's also, you know, it gets the crowd on your side. There's some wrestlers who are terrible wrestlers, but they have great catchphrases. For example, what are some of the most recognisable catchphrases? If you <laughs> smell. Smell what? What the Brock's cooking? Casserole. <laughs> I've still got these peas. <laughs> this is such a bad idea. Um, and what? So, so cool to time to the play the line. game. Rest in peace. Um, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Um, what was the Warriors? Speak to me, Warriors. <laughs> and then he'd refuse to see Make-A-Wish kids. I mean, would you I don't guys? like Ultimate Warrior for that reason. Why? When, like, Make-A-Wish kids would come to his dressing room, you know, like, meet them and yeah. stuff, like, he wasn't requesting them. <laughs> he would just leave them outside. Yeah. There's a story in Bret Hart's autobiography um, that literally every wrestler in the building uh-huh. went to meet this kid because, like, the kid was outside the Warriors' dressing room, mm-hmm. fully dressed as the Warrior, and the Warrior's like, I'm not coming out, tell him to fuck off. Fair play. And, <laughs> no, not fair play, you're a bad person. And then every wrestler was outside being like, like everyone met him. Like fucking the Undertaker spent hours with him. He just he never met him. But did did anyone find out why he didn't meet him? Yeah, because there's a, a reason. Yeah, he's a prick. <coughs> <coughs> there's more so many more stories of him doing that. But you know what? I think respect to him because sometimes wrestlers put on a fake face and go meet the fans and get on like they're fucking really sound <coughs> oh no honest. no yeah he's a real fucking warrior from outer space isn't he keeps it real look at him ridiculous looking fucker you know what I, I couldn't write hate the ultimate I warrior I love the ultimate warrior really yeah he was shit he was one of my favourites he ever. was awful but look at him he looked great oh that's about it very jacked that's nice it colours <coughs> right, at least Hogan for all of his faults uh-huh. was great to fans for yeah. all of his faults. What are his Not faults? the black ones, but like to all the other ones. <laughs> he was, are you all right? <coughs> what I'm not going to do going forward is eat on the podcast. Absolutely not, because it's been five minutes of you trying to eat peas. <laughs> if my mum could see this, the amount she's tried to make me eat peas and vegetables as a kid, this is why I don't do it. <laughs> Fuck me, are you okay? <coughs> I may be choking. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to go meet the Ultimate Warrior soon if you can shoot <laughs> He only died once. Um, Hulk Hogan, what you going to do, brother? Yeah, it was great. Vince McMahon? No chance. You're fired. Shawn Michaels had one? <coughs> I am sexy. Yes, yes, I see. would famously come out and go, Hi, everybody. I am sexy. Is he not the sexy boy? No, this would be, are you ready? Or two words for you. Other than that, he didn't really have any. Mate, are you fucking okay? How is this for podcast content producers over there? Is this Dude. a guy <coughs> dying? I do. Listen, people, as I said, people like the BDSM, so they'll enjoy this. Yeah. And hopefully I think I'm settled now. You I think? actually feel like it's lodged in my heart. <coughs> or my lungs. That was like a heavy metal lyric. <coughs> you are lodged in my heart. <laughs> Sour chive peas. I know, but you know what? They were tasty. And the annoying thing is... If you eat more, <laughs> if you eat more on camera, I uh, will punch you. It won't do much, but I will yeah. do it. I know, just be slightly stunned. Be like, is that those beers I've scalded at 10 in the morning? No, it's knocked out. <laughs> Two mm. beers deep and you choke on a fucking carton of peas. Imagine that was my way to go. At least you get good. You get a good clip out of it. Podcaster <laughs> dies. That'll be like your Tommy Cooper. Yeah, I Everyone mean, thinks it's a bit you're doing until you stop breathing. We would get some good views and listens. You know, yeah. I would really bump the podcast. We get to do the Dave Elliott Memorial concert. And when I die, who would you get to replace me on the podcast? On this podcast? Yeah. Um, Robbie McShane. Right, okay, but he would have to fly back and all. He would, it would. It would be very, very expensive. But worth it. Worth yeah, it. It'd be a lot of fun. I feel like, I mean, I feel like I'm out of the woods here. 
But then that's whenever you get a wee bit above yourself, and the next thing you know, you can't over. I hope so. I hope so. What what other catchphrases can we think of? My favorite, like, because some wrestlers weren't good wrestlers, but they were catchphrase machines. Yeah. For example, the road dog, Jesse James. 100%. He's a great example Like, of he that. was a great example. He wasn't the best, but he was entertaining. Yeah. Like, oh, you didn't know. And he had a Man, voice. your ass better call somebody. Okay. Like, hey, that's a white guy with dreadlocks. I yeah. shouldn't like him. No, he's like did. Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. I don't know only two white guys I've seen with dreadlocks to get he's, away with it. All I know about Chris Kirkpatrick is going to get his ass kicked. Worse yeah. than them. Little Limp Bizkit bastards. Yes, yeah, true. That's that's a, all I know about Chris. Song. That's yeah, without was, me. He was the white guy with the dreadlocks in NSYNC. Right. I don't know any yeah. NSYNC. But like a lot of people don't like it when white guys get dreads because no, because it's no, because it's no, it's dirty. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Right. <laughs> for, for for white people to get dreadlocks, you have to make your hair so like dry. You have to mm-hmm. not wash it. You have to grow it out for so long and then dry it out. It's fucking stinking. Yeah, all right, Nicky Clark over there. No, it's fucking, <laughs> fucking bogging. It's rotten. You yeah. smell. Oh, wow. You smell and you look like you smell. Well, there you go. You I smell how you look, which is well, terrible. Was, there was a dreadlocks he had or braids, the root dog. He did have dreads at one point. Stinking. But I didn't um, like him too. Again, back to this whole thing, he was a bit too skinny for me. I like a beefy guy, I like his tag team partner. Make I swear to God, I swear to God, <laughs> you need to stop bringing up Billy Gunn. We spent half an hour. I know, I know, but I love him. But yeah, he um, had, he would. There's he another catchphrase who's my favorite ever on the mic. Well, one of Enzo Amore. It is Enzo. Yeah. Better bing, better bing, better boom. Realest guys in the room. How you doing? See, I didn't like him because I thought he you're, was shit. You're so ugly when you cry. Tears run down the back of your head to avoid your face. How you doing? So what? What was his catchphrase? Just how you doing? Or I thought that again. My but... name is Enzo Amore, and I am a certified G and a bona fide stud. And you can't teach that. What does that mean? You can't teach it. Why does somebody go back to him and just be like, "What are you even saying?" That they would just claim these things and be like, "You can't teach that." Yeah. I mean, that's a great line. Yeah. He's like, "I'm just fucking great. You can't teach that." Do you know? There's one time he's on the Stone Cold podcast, and Stone Cold clearly loved it so much that Enzo's trying to have a real serious out yeah. of character interview. He's like, "Yeah, so I work my ass off to get into the WWE," and you just hear Steve in the background just going, huh, huh, "And you can't teach that <laughs> for like half an hour." And Enzo's like, "And my mom, my mom died when I was young, and I didn't know my father, and I had to fight up in the streets of Jersey. I had to fight for my life." And you just hear Steve still going. Huh, can't teach that. What? <laughs> Austin's such a piece of shit, but He's I love it. I love And he always, he always pints on his podcast. Does he? Yeah. Oh, I always drink some Does he choke Scott on IPA. some fucking peas as no, well? No, choking these nuts. Was that a wrestler saying, sure. or is that just... No. <laughs> what a wrestler? The Undertaker came out and would go, you will choke on these nuts. <laughs> Can you dig it, sucker? That was another good one. Yeah. Hooker T. To be the man, you have to beat the man. Woo! Why is my yeah. Ric Flair sound like a deaf man? You know. <laughs> Me and the man, you have to meet the man. <laughs> why does your deaf guy sound like Tim McGowan? <laughs> to be fuck sick. <laughs> fuck sick. <coughs> oh no, it's coming again. Oh. I swear I'm going to hit you. Oh. <laughs> You're like hulking up these peas. Oh. <laughs> the fucking potting to peas getting hulked up the corner. No. <laughs> We're good. We're good for now. Um, I was a huge, huge fan of Enzo and Big Cass. What do you do? Oh, you can't see, you can't see me. I didn't know what that one meant because you could. <laughs> you know, it's like you're right there. You know, it's like what are you doing, John? It's ridiculous. Uh, I was when he was in his rapper phase. Yeah, which I had one of also. I but you know what I think is an underrated stage John Cena's career and I don't know if he had any catchphrase to go with this. Do you remember just for a while they were like, "Nah, I'm just a full-on marine now." Yeah, yeah, and he never like, served. It's because no. he was in the movie, The Marine. Yeah, but then did he have Marine catchphrases like, get down and give me 20? No. No? It would just come out and go, and then weirdly come out and go, I will kill the Osama Bin Laden. That was one of the greatest moments in strange. wrestling history. It's fucking strange. Yeah, he just walks out after the end of a show, guys. We got him. He couldn't say they killed the Osama Bin Laden, <laughs> so he said, said the phrase... We have compromised the Osama Bin Laden to a permanent end. <laughs> <laughs> Which, That's a great. <laughs> which I said all funerals. Yeah, we've it's unfortunate yeah. that uh, Grandpa's been compromised to a permanent end, but just implies Navy yeah. Seals got him. Yeah, just got him. But I mean, that was like, why? Why did John Cena? Like, I like the idea of what went on backstage there. John Cena's like, I'm going to tell him, and Vince is like, 
Go on, John. But don't say kill. Talk about 9-11. But he's a smart guy. John Cena, like, he's a very intelligent guy. Um, So for him to go out and on the spot think about saying they've compromised somebody to a permanent (laughs) end is a tremendous way. It is the the best way to phrase anything. I mean, if I was a doctor... I'm that afraid, would be how I would I'm bring afraid the your, your cancer will compromise you to a permanent end. Does that mean I can get better with treatment? It does not. <laughs> in five in five months' time, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you won't see me. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor John Cena. Does that mean I'll get better? He's still better? got yeah. the padlock around his neck. Like, what's the deal with that? Why do you wear a padlock? Because he'd be taken off and punch people with it. Like with the padlock in his hand, right? Yes, yep, that's yep. fair. Yep. And did he have any other? What are the other ones? Like Rise Against Hate, was that his saying or just a slogan on a t shirt? It was a slogan on a t shirt. And then for some reason, Kane took umbrage with that and was like, nah, I love hate. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah, he was a big fan of yeah. Irish dramas. Kane. Yeah, just <laughs> very niche. But I, I just think it's so very weird good. that, like, I got to the point where Cena wouldn't even say his gimmicks anymore. He would just have them printed on a tile. <laughs> That was Here's what I'm selling yeah. this week. Yeah, it's the tile with my slogan yeah. on it. Um, CM Punk's was good. What was it? I am the best in the world at what I do. No. That was Chris Jericho's. Punk did it after. And I and Punk just said I'm the best in the world, period. Yeah, but he also said it what I do. Yeah, but I think Chris and Jericho's better. I can't no, because Jericho, Jericho has great catchphrases. This is my... And it! He says them in weird ways. Yeah. <laughs> Never, <laughs> ever. I'm like, I see why Vince hated. Be you. the same again. Yeah, yeah. I like Jericho now. Earlier in his career, I hated him. Oh. I know he was a hate lot. Was the point. Yeah. I could not fucking stand Chris Jericho. The list. You just made the list. He's <laughs> even when he makes fun of people, it's uh-huh. the shittest. <laughs> and he's great. He is a great wrestler. Uh-huh. I, I love him. He's not as funny as he thinks he is. Yeah, but he is. You, every time Stephanie McMahon came out, oh, here comes the big booby bitch. And you're like, yeah, (laughs) she's big tits. Uh, Well, why, then in that case, right, why wasn't there somebody that said that? Let the boobies hit the floor. He did every fucking week. but I mean like someone on her side. Be like, we get it. We get it. She's got big boobs. She literally did. She literally at one point was like, we stopped. Stop talking about. Oh, what did he say? No, because he he did a whole thing about like didn't he about like like, there was one time he was fighting was he fighting Rhino or something? He goes, I want to that smelly, dirty, greasy animal. Uh Go get you too, Rhino. That was good. That was funny. (laughs) You just made the list as good. Jericho Uh may be the best of catchphrases ever. Yeah, because he understands the importance of them. If you get a catchphrase over. You're but over. The list was weird, great, but weird because like what what happened when you made the list? Like did he did he ever follow up on the list? It was meant to be like he just hates you. Yeah. However, that had the best ending to the story ever when they had the festival of friendship. Yeah, that was great. And then he just looks at the list of Owens. He's like, "Why is my name on this list?" Uh-huh. And then he beats Owens beats the shit yeah, out of him. That was great. That was heartbreaking. Uh huh. Because per, per Goldberg Chris, ruined it. Why would a Goldberg Bill Burr Gold do? Just came in, took Owens' title, and then. Was like no, we're actually going to do go with Lesnar Goldberg for the final. Yeah, I mean that was I'm um, pretty sly, but oh, Go- Goldberg like, like there's a good catchphrase. You're next. I'm Jewish. <laughs> yeah, who's I'm next? Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> who's Jewish? I'm Jewish. You know what? I'm surprised they never went fully into that Jewish character. His name Goldberg. was fucking Goldberg. Yeah, but they should have like they should have made him like a full Hasidic Jew. Why? They should have put him in the full gear, the ringlets, the yarmulke. It would just be great to see. Have a really, they ever done that? Nope. It would just be see, great to see a really big buff guy dressed in traditional Jewish garb. I think you're describing Roadkill. What's Roadkill? The wrestler Roadkill. Was he a big Jewish? I think he was Jewish or Amish. Roadkill. I mean, why is he called Roadkill? What's it got to do with Judaism or Amishism? I don't know. I don't know the religion. I just know Roadkill. Roadkill. It may not have been <clears throat> WWE. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no. That's who you're describing. <laughs> That's oh, gotta be Amish. And why is he hanging out with Billy That's Kidman? Get us. <laughs> like, look, you know, oh, can I tell you a story about Billy Kidman? See, whenever like I used to obviously be a big fan of WWE when I was a younger man. Good, good ditties on to be fair. Jericho would call those tits out. He'd be like, "You big, you got big tits." Let Roe the kill. boobies hit the floor. But um, 
Whenever I was, was was the PlayStation game for WCW like Nitro? Mayhem, or Nitro, Mayhem. That was Mayhem. it. So I got got Mayhem as a gift, but obviously I played like watch WWE and whatever. So whenever I got the game, I was playing like in the cruiserweights, and I saw Kidman, and I he was just called Kidman, and I was like, is this guy's gimmick <laughs> like that he's a child man like Shazam? I, like I just thought he was a kid like Kidman, so he's a man child. And I used to always play with Kidman. Just Eugene's gimmick? And I just didn't. But he was like disabled guy. But I didn't know that like um, (laughs) Billy Kidman was called Billy Kidman. I thought he was Kidman. And I was gutted when I watched WCW and saw that he was actually Kidman. I was like, fuck that. Invented the shooting star press. And what's the shooting star press? The one where where Brock Lesnar landed on his head? Yeah. Billy Kidman invented the shooting Uh star press and arguably did the worst shooting star press. Who? Kidman? Yeah. He he injured people with it all the time because he would never... He, he never knew how land to land on the it. knees, and yeah. he would just no. He would land on his yeah. knees on them, on their fucking heads. But you know what though? What's the finisher there to do, mate? Render your opponent permanently compromised. <laughs> no, <laughs> to a permanent end. Yeah, so compromise the permanent. So end. that's what he did, and that's how he won yeah. matches. Um, I'm trying to think. Are there any catchphrases you think of? They tried to make work. Um, well, I mean, there's one that I use in my day-to-day life now that was for a character for temp- a temporary period. Kerwin White's phrase, if it's not white, it's not right. You know, that was always a personal favourite of mine. Fun thing about Kerwin White, Hispanic. Full Hispanic guy. But I mean, I, 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 sometimes you see gimmicks and go, but why? And I'm Your Pappy was a great one. Was That, that was uh, Eddie, Eddie Guerrero, Guerrero um, trying to take Rey Mysterio's son away from him. Yeah, which is weird because you see Dominic now, you'd be like, why would you want that piece of shit? You really don't like him, do you? Nah, I just don't get why he's there. Do you know why John Wendell believed Eddie Guerrero was his dad? For, yeah, only like... And now that you see him, look at him, the, the size and look and the hair and all, you're probably like, yeah, he could be his dad still. But I'm your pappy, I still use that. For who? Just in general. Like, if I beat someone in FIFA, don't lick your lips at me. If I beat someone mm. in FIFA... It's those peas, the flavour <laughs> still. If I beat someone in FIFA, I'm like, I'm your pappy! But what about his missus? Vicky Guerrero? Yeah, she was great. Excuse a lot of people hate me. her, but she was great. She was a Karen. Yeah. That was her gimmick. But she was great at it. She was brilliant because she was annoying. How yeah. do you take like a, a, a grieving widow <laughs> and make her the most annoying fucker in the world? But she was great. Give her excuse me. And her voice was just terrible. Excuse me. But she was brilliant. The only thing I didn't like with her was whenever she did the line with Edge. I thought that was a wee bit too far. Oh, when they were bucking and yeah, stuff? Yeah, but he's so gross when he does, like, dirty bucking. Like, oh, he is. Like, he's, like, lecherous yeah. and stinking. And the rated R superstar. Well, well, did he have any catchphrases other than just the rated R superstar? Was the name? You think you know me. Oh, that was good. But the, the, when he was on the mic, did he say anything? Other than... Nah. No? Um, I don't think so. Oh, it's true. That was a great one. Kurt Angle. It's damn true. Kurt Angle's great on the mic. Attitude error is peak catchphrases. Yeah, because again, that's probably selling all the shirts, isn't it? Yeah. See, now you've said that. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Brett the Hitman Hart. That's a good one. Yeah. Suck it. Are you ready? Um, the acts were just a fucking machine. Did the corporation of anyone? Here comes the money with Shane McMahon's, wasn't it? Yeah, that wasn't a, a catchphrase. He, he should have done that. He should have had a money. And here gun. comes the money, didn't come till way later. You think so? I thought it was. I, no, I know so. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> I thought it was like during the Attitude Era he had the money, 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 money. He used no chance in hell for a long time. Yeah. But that, would, would they, wouldn't Vince have said that? He goes, you've got no chance in hell. Yeah, he would. Yeah. He physically said that. Or, you're fired. Which was great when he did Or he used that. to always talk about his balls. But what did he used to say about I his mean, balls? I mean, corporate grapefruits. And he said he was the genetic jackhammer. Yeah, that's when he was <laughs> fucking a lot. Yeah. Didn't he go through a period before just all the divas had to, like, he would just be insinuated that for them to get anywhere? Yeah, and that's kind of why he's not in the company now. Why, why is that? Because it was, like, he was literally oh, bucking thanks. divas and then going to Johnny Laurinaitis. Hey, do you want to finish that? Wow. I mean, that is disrespectful. Yeah. And why? Why? And why, that's how he left, isn't it? With the the whole like yes. payoffs. Yes. But there was a few of those going on. Yeah, there was loads. Vince. Uh, I think it ended up being about twelve million. And fair play. Stephen Farrell does his money. He can you spend know, it how yeah. he wants. But fair play, the fact that at that age you can still get a Johnny Hart on, like you know. Yeah, he just strikes me as a guy who would like work twenty four seven and just be like, I want to fuck someone now. 
I mean, is that how you finish your working day? Yeah. <laughs> Usually when I finish my working day, it's like, I need to go to bed and cry. Well, I can't because no one's bought me a strap-on, so I can't do what I want. But... <laughs> no. so, what, what, so if someone bought you a strap-on, what's the first move you're going to go for? Like, are you going to put it on? Wait a minute, what, choke slammer? What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. Like, what would you, like, you could give a strap-on, what do you do with it? Before the, the listeners Pen, pen it to the wall and just hang my coat on it. Pen it to the wall and throw my dude <laughs> like our starts. Catch me throwing it back. I mean, that'd be impressive glue to be able to hold a full man's weight on a strap on. Right? No, no, it's just like wait a minute. I'm not like. What do you mean a full man's weight? No one's like. It's not up on the wall. And I climb up on it. <laughs> I just hang from it like a fucking moose head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, that'd be great if you were a hunter and you just had a guy just to pee on your wall as ours. Be like. Yeah, something for later. I caught him. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get him? He was in the street. Yeah. Being worshipped with a wee button underneath, you press it, and then I just go like, once upon a time <laughs> in the water. <laughs> we belly boss. I mean, I would like to see that. Billy busted ass. <laughs> Billy <laughs> big mouth. Uh. Mr. Boss. <laughs> I'm a bass man. <laughs> oh, man. I love to catch him. I like to snatch him. Oh no, because I'm, st- I'm not going to start. I would never game. lie to you. I like to thrash. <laughs> but speaking of asses, you're a man that loves an ass. And if you, this, were a wrestler, I can't stress you enough. This is a wrestling podcast. This is not an arse podcast. <laughs> no matter how much you want it to be, it is not a podcast about arses. Uh, I mean, listen, we can just bring it back to that every week. <laughs> but what I want to know is, if you were a wrestler, right? What would your gimmick be, and what would your catchphrase be? Um. Oh, I've told you about my idea of being a wrestling boogie before. Uh huh. Okay. What would your name be? The Accumulator. <laughs> what a shit name. You should be called like Akka or something. Like John. Yeah, Akka. yeah. Akka, everyone just knows me as Akka and I'm a yeah. scouse guy. All right, mate. Akka. <laughs> oh, I'll be gross. And you come in and you, what, but what do you say? What my catchphrase is? Yeah. Like, you were, <laughs> you want, want a bet? Yeah, want a bet. Want a yeah. bet. And yeah, but you'd have to like want a bet. Somebody who owns that catchphrase or one of the you know, you could be like, "I'm not paying out today." I'm <laughs> Welsh so, now. Yeah, I'm not paying out today. <laughs> I'm not paying out today. You're not getting any money today. <laughs> yeah. You owe me fifty quid, you bastard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just throw. That would be great. Instead of thumbtacks, you just throw out all those wee pants in the ring, <laughs> slap them on it. Oh my god! <laughs> a hardcore bookie match. So I'm in the the ring. The lights go out. Come back on. There's just a. A bitchy receptionist from a boogie's at the yeah. ringside. Oh, and then you end up being like chased down by another wrestler who's trying to get to you, but you get yourself in like a wee boogie booth and they can't get to you. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then he breaks into the booth. That'd be great. <laughs> what, what about you? Ooh, I'd maybe be like, because of my look and my style, I think I could probably look like one of those pedophile hunters. So I could just be dressed like a pedo hunter. So you're going to feud with Jerry Lawler for five yes, years? Yes, I'm just going to just Jerry Lawler. Yeah. <laughs> Just go after He's him. the one guy I'm not afraid of, like, ever kicking off that you call him a nonce because I just don't think he wants to get in trouble for it again. Mm, do, you, why, why, do you think he's just happy to brush the noncing under the carpet? It's it's a weird that everyone does just ignore it. What is it? I don't really know, but you see, it shows he's you how He's been on trial for it before, like, and it's kind of known. Like, even JR's like, King Lacks and Young. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, that's weird. So there's a... He's one when he'll die and it'll really come out. All what? the shit he's done, like. I just get it out now, the fuck. <laughs> what are they waiting on? Like, why wait till he dies? Bring it out now, Jerry. What's... We'll get Jerry Lawler, if you're listening, come on the podcast and clear your name. Well, he's throwing some accusations here. I want to know. Not, not me. I'm just reading from court documents. Like, All right, okay. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. What, what, puppies! Should, uh-huh. should he it's come not in? Mickey Mouse. What do I do? Oh, puppies! Uh-huh. Oh, Jerry the King Lawler! Oh, I'm the King of Memphis. And, uh, I know Andy Kaufman. Whoa. All right, okay. Speaking of questions, should we get on to them? Yeah. Do you want to do a few and I'll do a few? We'll go head to head. All right, okay. Listen, guys, we're, we'll put it on our social media if you want to ask questions. Going forward, so keep a wee eye out on Willie's social media, my social media. When you see the Are You Ready logo thrown up there like a Batman, you'll know to ask some questions. Um, um, do you want to go first? Yes, I'll go first, actually. <clears throat> Let me see. Remember, there's listeners yeah. at this point. I'm yes. going to say, sorry. Um, Amy has asked the question, are you disappointed, Dave, to have daughters that you can't wrestle with them? <laughs> I'm going to say, no, because I can wrestle with my daughters. 
I do wrestle with my daughters. I do a thing with Holly called throwing up high, which is basically she likes to do that before she hops in the bath, where I like throw her up onto the bed. Essentially, just give her the last ride seven times <laughs> on the bed before she goes in the bath. And it's therapeutic for me, you know, and that's it. And what is wrong with your face? Look at that face. <laughs> What are you doing? What is wrong with you? You can't say those sentences back to back and not expect me to laugh. Oh, no, sorry. See, this is the guy you who doesn't have kids. You just went to throw up in the bed and give it the last round seven times and you expect me not to get you. Right, okay. Sorry. Okay. I I get you. Dirty bastard. Please show how restrained I was there, Charles. Like, you looked like you were about to burst. But speaking of which, have you seen this video of a guy... Speaking dad, of what? A dad, speaking of riding kids, <laughs> there's a video of Jerry Lawler. No, this a video of a dad that's doing the rounds on Twitter and he's fighting his kid. Have you seen this? Yeah. I mean... That is not... I mean, oh, no. was, oh, was a solid kick to the bollocks. Oh, good DDT. DDT. The, the dad, to is be fair to him... the Milky Bar kid? The boy? Yeah. And why is he fighting Brian Nobbs? <laughs> <from> the nasty <laughs> boys? <laughs> Oh no! I thought that was actual Rose. Now look at the dad's face. <laughs> He's, He's not Lesnar? healthy. Oh no! It's kid. Oh, don't do that. Oh god damn it! Don't do it! Ah! A swanton bomb. Kid, oh, can, no. kid can work. Oh no! He's gonna pin him, is he? How funny it would it be if he kicked out? I know he should. He should kick out and then put him in the. I was only a two cunt. I know what's he doing now? More moves. How long is this no, video? It's oh, it's, it's back to start. Shit, I thought he's. I can we just can you just play that kick to the bollocks for me? Because that's a, I think that's a shoot kick to the bollocks. But what I like about this is clearly mummy is oh, <laughs> like. <laughs> that's a fair bit to the balls. Here Look you go. Shattered Bang. dreams. <laughs> we see. I don't know if it's like wrestling theatrics there. I don't know if he's hitting the balls or the bag. I think he just caught him on his belly. Everyone's like, it's cute that dad wrestled with his son. Plot twist. Yeah. It's not his kid. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he is really he's kicking the fuck out but of also I'm going to say that dad shouldn't have that haircut why is he going to mullet at that age that dad shouldn't be bright red after taking a single DVD no, he, he from doesn't, a four year old he doesn't look well and, and the kid like <laughs> imagine his... having a heart attack and your kid does a summer song on <laughs> and he's like yeah he should kick out see that wee bucket in the corner he should just fucking throw the kid in the bucket and then get the kendo stick out and Lid smack Look, is that, he looks like Paul Smith from this can, angle can we zoom in on his face like that's a very that man's blood <laughs> pressure is not good the cardiac arrest yeah he's definitely not looking well there like he should not be that red after can we go to the start of the video one more time just to see the colour of the dad's face right at the beginning please because uh, I oh no it's still pretty this could have been a 30 minute classic it, yeah because I thought as soon as he got kicked in the bag look boom oh <laughs> that's all the blood rushed to the head that's made me laugh almost as much as the picture of Winnie the Pooh as the Chinese president. Yeah, that was a lot of fun too. That really got me. Oh no. But that was a lot of... Would you, would you like to have kids to wrestle with? Would you Would you be like Jeff Hardy and Matt Phrase Hardy's these. Dad? Phrase these things better. No? To wrestle your kids? No? I, I would. If I had children, I would play wrestling with them, yeah. Yeah. What moves would you do to them? I would definitely be the, the powerhouse. Right, okay. So, you know, they're getting, you know, they're getting chokeslammed. Okay. You know, speared. Mm-hmm. Clotheslined. Powerbombed. But you're a big CM Punk fan, are you? Yeah. You should do those sort of moves, like chokeholds, um, GTSs. Yeah. I should actually do the go to sleep to my four-year-old and she won't go to bed. <laughs> like, fuck off, bam. Is that Holly? Yeah. Is she the one stays up? I thought she, be, I thought be Matilda. No, the wee one, she loves her sleep. She's legend. She's like, right, I'm off here. She actually I thought she was the hyper one. They're both hyper, but Matilda knows when it's bedtime. Like, Holly just wants to come up. And like, <sighs> what did she say to me the other day? It was, yeah, last night, right? I went up to her room to check on her because she'd been being a wee bit of a bad girl. You know, she'd been pretty fucking cheeky. I got sent to bed rather than put to bed. And I went up just to make sure she was all right and she was lying there. And I sort of hopped onto the bed beside her. I was like, listen, you know, you're feeling better now? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I'm sorry for being bad. I'm like, you know, you should be sorry for being bad. And I said, listen, you know, obviously mommy and daddy don't want to tell you off. We don't want to have to put you to bed. And she went, no, no, I'm sorry, I understand, but can I tell you something? And I went, yeah. She goes, your breath smells pretty bad. <laughs> and I was like, all right, fuck's sake. We're sitting there with a sour chive. Yeah, I just, just pees them in my flat out. But You would do just... that after you put them to bed? You come in and explain to them why they're put to bed? Mm, sometimes, yeah. Well, because she was a bit worked up about it. She was being, like, totally out of order. Oh, my but parents, he... were, they but, would just leave me in but the I They would want... lock the room and leave me in it. But I don't want her to go morning. to sleep feeling all sad and worked up you know so when I'd like clear the air with her I'd be the same now even with Catherine if we have an argument I don't like going to sleep in an argument 
and and people are like, oh, is that because you like to resolve arguments? Are you a nice person? It's more like I worry I might die in my sleep of a heart attack every night, so I just don't want to die. See, on that's a bad what note. I like that. You know, that's what I'm like. You know, the last thing you ever said to me was yeah. nasty, and you have to live with yeah. it. I love that. Yeah. That's I enjoy doing. That. Yeah, well, that's I fair. love sleeping in the I love waking up and being like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'm angry." Yeah, like well, I was quite funny too. Speaking of, of going to sleep, last night whenever Holly sometimes will come into our room at night if it's cold, especially obviously during the cost of living crisis, she's just flat out <laughs> in her bed now because freezing. But she came into the bed last night and like, like Oscar Pistorius, Catherine didn't know she was in the bed, so Catherine had got up to go to the toilet. And then Holly shot no. And, then, <laughs> and Catherine walked Holly's in the room. legs fell out. I sent Holly back to her bed, but Catherine didn't know Holly was awake. So Catherine walked in the dead of night, and Holly's like we ghost from Poltergeist or something. Catherine shit herself. Well, like, she didn't just stand in there. Yeah, because she didn't know she was there, so she just walked into her in the dark. And she's like, "Ah!" Oh! <laughs> Holly's like, "Mommy, here in my way." And it's just, <laughs> really funny. And your breath smells. Bye. Cheeky <laughs> wee bitch. Like you're in my way. Goodbye. Yeah. Um. What has been your favourite ever storyline in wrestling? Ooh, favourite ever storyline? Yeah. That's a tough one. Is there anything that springs to mind for you when I think about one? Because there are a lot of, like, very good storylines. The, um... You know what? Probably Ric Flair's retiring with Shawn Michaels was a great storyline, well wrapped up. That was good. Um, oh, yeller! But he's like, I will never retire. With Three weeks later, he's fucking retired. doing elbow drops in his jacket and yeah. TNA. Yeah, that was pretty disrespectful. Did you watch his last match ever? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't bad. Fuck off. You know, it wasn't bad. It was fucking awful. It wasn't bad. No, it was terrible. I thought Andrade did a good job, and I think... Uh, Fleur pretending to have a heart attack and all that. That was cla- vintage Ric Flair. <laughs> That's mental. That was brilliant. In front of his wife and kids, he's going, no, no stop, stop. Bang. Thumb to the eye, vintage Flair, like the dirtiest player in the game. You know, works. Awful. But no, like Daniel dudes, Bryan, oh, the WrestleMania see. 30. Yeah. You don't even like Daniel Bryan. I would have liked him to have lost. Fuck That would have been brilliant to have lost. Imagine the heat. Triple H beats him. Oh, you want Triple H to beat him? Not yeah. even get into the main event? Yeah. No, I think it was done so well because they teased it amazingly. Uh-huh. Like him losing all night. Even in the main, the main event, that's one of my favourite main events yeah. ever. That's great. Well, I would say, in fact, now I think about like twists in main event matches, I think were brilliant. Was when Seth Rollins cashed in the money in the bank. Fantastic, because nobody was, wanted no, that match or expected it no. to happen in that. But didn't even know you could do it. Yeah, but the same thing with cashing in money in the bank was when Edge did it after John Cena won the Elimination Chamber. Nobody wanted him to win. He was like, you know, at the time when everyone hated Cena, and I hated him at the time. I was like, oh, it's so boring. And then Edge did the money in the bank. Great twist. Do you remember the, I like the, a plot twist. the Elimination Chamber? Edge got eliminated from, he was defending his title in one. No, the way they used uh-huh. to have two in one yeah. night. And he was defending his title in one. Uh-huh. And then he, lost, he got eliminated straight yeah. away. And then came out during the second one. And attack Kofi Kingston. Hit Kofi yeah. Kingston in the chair and then won the second one. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant. See, that's because I think whenever you do characters totally as you should, like it makes sense that yeah, he would do that. He's the dirtiest guy. Yeah. Whereas that's why, like, whenever I spoke in a previous episode about Bray Wyatt, I was like, I'd like to see them follow through with something with him. You know what I mean? Like to an end. This is why I'm excited for him coming back. Yeah. Let's see what I if, tell you one if they thing. Give him a story. His new music is absolutely killer. Oh, it's fantastic, Tremendous. isn't it? Yeah, really, really. He good. hasn't had a bad song. No. Catch him, but it was just a bit slow. I like something a bit with his mouth. Oh, and then if he should tag with Billy Gunn and combine the both, catch Can the flies with his ass. I swear, <laughs> you're obsessed. What about you? Any of your stories that still stand out? Just Daniel Bryan. The Daniel Bryan ones are yeah. great ones. Are very, I tell very you good what, one. and I know I don't like him. CM Punk, when he won the title in Chicago off John Cena, that was left. great. That was a great story. Now, do I, I have your around. attention now? That was good. Um, the French Festival of Friendship you mentioned earlier. That was a good one, that but it didn't like too. the ending. Yeah. The um, Shawn Michaels Undertaker one. With the retirement? Was yeah. That? It has placebos fucking, if I only could, i make a deal with God. Has that little segment where Triple nice. H is like, you're going to throw all this away? You're going <laughs> to throw DX away? Yeah. And he's like 45, carrying glow sticks. Like, yeah. you're going to throw all this <laughs> away? <laughs> Tell you what, Triple H was the master of mind games, though. He was involved in some great stories. Batista was a great one. Was Triple H? Yeah. Give me what I want. Not that one. That's give me what I want. Where he's just carrying a broken Ric Flair. Give me what I want. You know what I want. Give me what I want. And they're like, I think at the time he had forgot what he was supposed to say, and he just kept screaming, "Give me what I want." And Triple H is like, "Okay, David, give me what I want." 
He's like, well, what, what do you Give want? Give me what I want. Do you want to, do you want to match? Give me what me? I want. <laughs> like if I was not saying it was a fucking train wreck. I was like, all right. But that, that was a lot of fun. Kane, initially Kane taking his mask off was great. Yeah, but Tapered again, off, but it was yeah. great. Where he sets fire to JR. You ever seen that? Yeah. And JR's just well. Ah, ah. I like whenever uh, Kane debuted, actually. That whole story of The Undertaker was scary. Yeah. But then they fuck stories too. Like I like the higher power thing and I like the whole who's running the ministry. It was me, Austin. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, it was shit. Have someone else yeah, do that. That wasn't good. Disappointing. Um, when Goldust was going to be a pedophile, that was funny. Yeah, what's he called? Not Black Rain? Seven. Seven. I mean... Black Rain was his TNA game. He was Black Rain too, though, wasn't he? Not, not that annoys me. Sometimes I forget like what like my pin code is, but I know what Mankind's Rat is called. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know too much weird shit. Oh, here's a good question from Dara. O'Brien? Yes. Is there anyone on the roster now that needs a big push? MJF for AEW. Mm-hmm. I'd like to... He'll end up WWE. He's day. great shoot. Yeah. AEW's falling off for me. I'm not a big fan of it at the moment. No? Who's your favourite in AEW? MJF. He is the best. But I do feel it's going, it is going a wee bit. And I think that's because everyone just does their own. Yeah. There's no writers, they just make it up themselves. There's not really that much continuity yeah. to it. Um, who needs a big poo? Who would you say while well, I think? At the minute? I don't know. There's nobody that I think on the roster at the minute that needs a big push that but isn't, isn't getting one. Isn't getting one. You know, I think everyone's sort of in their place to an extent. Um I kind of agree. It's one of the few times I'm like Because there's they're really pushing factions at the minute. You know, I think what that's they're actually doing one is, of the someone asked the question yeah. of do you think there's too many? Like they're inter like, there's so many groups, every match is ending with, like, some chicanery or fuckery. Yeah, but I, I like to see it. Like, obviously, the blood Factions make sense to me. Yeah. I think it gives point to some people that are pointless. You know what I mean? Well, I think, like, again, the only one I don't like, Sami Zayn and the bloodline's a bit weird. That's hilarious. You know? But I, I, love I, 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 just, I just don't like it for me. I mean, you have such different tastes. But this is the beauty of wrestling, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we have Like, I love tastes. the bloodline. I love that they're all Samoan, and I love that they're, I just like that. I like Solo Sikoa. See, I hate them. He's good. You hate the Samoans? Yeah, Why? They annoy me. And the Usos. Every match ends the same. It pisses me off. Yeah, but that, there'll come a point where they get caught. I also don't know, know, know why Roman Reigns is wearing a splint. Yeah. He doesn't have cerebral palsy. Yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> yeah. Would you, if I bought you a Roman Reigns branded splint, would you I already it? have one. Not a Roman Reigns one, but I have a splint like but that. But why don't you jack yourself up like Roman Reigns does? And then knock people out. Are you Because that's common assault. Speaking of splints, did you support Lex Luger when he had the, the like plate put in his arm? He used to wear a splint and then he got a metal plate put in his arm. What do you arm. mean that I support and him? And that was because he... You, did I donate this GoFundMe? No, because you were wear, wear a splint. Yeah. And you would like a guy who's fighting your battle. That would kind of be my gimmick in wrestling. I'd, I'd have a loaded splint. Uh-huh. Loaded with what? Like a metal bar. But I a like solid that. But it's like... Knock people flat out. Yeah, and you can't take it off me because that's discrimination. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be a manager, so like the guys on the ropes, my guys would be like, the ref. I'm like, do you remember who was it whenever Austin did the beer truck incident and soaked everybody? Was it Vince? It made it look like he was swimming in the beer, and he was like, <laughs> you'd be like that with splint off, but someone would have you by the bottom of the trousers, and then you would get yours, and people would love that. Do you want me to break your heart with that a yeah. little bit? It's not real beer. What? It's not real beer. What was it? It's like really, it's like a tiny bit of beer. May I prove water. it? You've no way to prove it. There's a Kurt Angle interview where he talks about it. And he goes, Kurt Angle talks shy because he used real milk. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. He goes, the they didn't bath. use real beer, but they couldn't get that consistency with water. So mm. they had to use real milk and it fucking stunk the stadium out. Best Royal Rumble moment. It's a real niche one. Okay. Real niche one. But knowing the backstory to it's fucking hilarious. Uh-huh. So there was a guy who'd won tough enough, Daniel Pewter. Yes. He had pissed off everybody backstage. Yes. And there's a moment where the three guys in the ring mm-hmm. are hardcore Holly. Okay. Eddie Guerrero. Uh-huh. And Christopher Benoit. Right, okay. Three guys known Voldemort. for hazing rookies. Uh-huh. So they would beat the shit out of rookies yeah. for the crack. And there's just... Five minutes in the rumble, where Jimmy just three dudes assaulted a guy. So does he come in? Pewter, or Pewter comes in. in? Yeah, yeah. Pewter comes in, and Angle and or no Guerrero and Benoit are beating them up. Uh-huh. And then Hardcore Holly comes in, and it's such a wee niche in joke because yeah. the crowd don't really know the backstory yet. The internet's not that yeah. big, but all the commentators are like, "Oh, here comes Bob Holly. He hates rookies." And Bob yeah. Holly sitting there like, <laughs> but he was just a nasty guy, wasn't he? 
He's annoying. Paul, Paul yeah. like, if you're saying real lives, like, I could have beat him in a real fight, and you're like, fuck up. Yeah. You were shit. Was he shit? He was all right. He was all right. He was good as Thurman Sparky Plug, mate. Fuck up. <laughs> Spark Plug. Fuck Great up. name. Crash Holly I was better. Yeah, so was Molly Holly, Mighty Molly. Oh, I love Molly Holly. Yeah. She, so, was, she was actually great. She's a great wrestler. Yeah. And she was just at a time where women wrestling was like, if you're not going to get your arse out, yeah. we're not interested. And that was Vince, really, wasn't it? I think it was everyone. JR's really bad for that. You ever seen JR's Twitter? I've heard about this recently, because so, didn't his wife die, and he's just become a real perv. He's just on... He's just on there, like, friends' photos with their daughters, being like, what a what a beautiful young lady. And you're like, JR, stop telling people when you're beating off. <laughs> oh, man. He's literally sharing OnlyFans links and all, being like, some uh, great content here for you folks. And like, JR, I don't need to know when you're wanking. <laughs> I don't need to know that. Oh, God love him. Rest in peace, his wife. Any other questions? <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Christopher Reeve. Oh, Rest fuck. Peace, I was wondering Christopher what you are going to say there. I thought you were going to mention another person who um, pays rookies. Demolition versus the Heart Foundation. Best tag match ever. It is a very good yeah. one. Demolition acts Best ever, though? No. The Heart Foundation were great, too. That's Jimmy Anvil Nightheart. I like Jimmy Anvil Nightheart because he was a, f- a chunky guy. I liked him because he here. was fucking mental. In real life? He yeah. loved the sauce, didn't he? he? He loved the sauce and he loved the sniff. Oh, the coke, did he? Oh, Horrendous oh, white snowman, nice. He didn't trust banks, so <laughs> he did gear. <laughs> Tell you what, I'm not fucking having this. <laughs> he would carry about around tens of grounds, just on him. Nice. Didn't he wear a bum bag? He all wore the time? a bum bag, and it was full of like like his life savings. That's gangster, to be fair. Kicking about, wearing pink, wearing a bum bag, and ten grand in it. One time, he was arrested with a load of coke on him. Mm-hmm. And uh, they found all this money on him, so they were like, "Right, you're clearly a coke a dealer. dealer who has sixty who has <laughs> sixty grand on them." But he and then they went to arrest him because they ended up beating the fuck out of the load of police. It took a lot to restrain him. He is a big boy. Yeah, but Bret Hart was waiting, like they were waiting for him in a match. They're like, "Where is he?" And then they got the phone call. He's like, "He's in jail." Yeah, and, and he hit- would do that a lot. Yeah, it was, and the hitman was just. Was he a good guy or did he have his brush into the law? He was enough? a good guy. He just cheated on his wife loads, but that's... He was sexy, though, wasn't he? He would have, would have had a lot of temptation on the road being that He hot. was, but he's a boring cunt, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, great match, Brett. Oh, everything is dark in my soul. All right, Brett, good talking to you, yeah. Oh, and the bulldog? He was his brother-in-law, wasn't he? Yeah. What happened to him? He Was he a drug drinker guy as well? Big drinker, big partier, but he died. Do you know why he died? So Heartburst? Heartburst? Is that not sweet? No, it's Starburst, mate. No, he overdosed <laughs> on painkillers, but why he needed the painkillers so oh, bad. He was sore. He was sore. So what happened in WCW, um, and it all circles back, by the way, this is a great way to end this, it all circles back to this shit. The Ultimate Warrior. Legend. That bastard <laughs> came back to WCW, uh-huh. and they were doing this thing. Was he the warrior then? Or just the warrior? He was the warrior, he was called, right, okay. yeah. Just that's that's a big demotion from him, isn't yeah. it? From being the ultimate warrior to, to just, just be yeah. straight up warrior. Yeah. Yeah. So he would just appear in the ring. So to make this possible, uh-huh. there's a little hatch in the ring, little door that you come up from. Uh-huh. Now, because WWC WCW was such an organized shit show, yeah. didn't have anything planned. They didn't fucking tell the wrestlers uh-huh. there is a metal door in the middle of this ring uh-huh. and so many people got injured uh-huh. because they were getting slammed on top of a metal door. What happened to British Duke Bulldog was he took a body slam directly onto the handle uh, of the door, uh, crushed discs in his spine uh, and he was never, he couldn't, he couldn't walk for it near paralyzed him and then he was just hooked on painkillers ever since. Well, that's All because of this fucking nonsense. I hate this guy. Yeah. Can we do an episode where I just talk about how much I hate the Ultimate Warrior? I'll talk about how much I love the Because Ultimate I Warrior. hate him. He wasn't a good wrestler. His promos didn't make a fucking lick of sense. Well, you changed your tune. That was the WWE's fault, not his. Hey? No, he wrote. He you, insisted. Hey, you used that chestnut with Bray Wyatt. So. He insisted on his. He's fucking terrible. I hate the Ultimate Warrior. Worst of He's probably my least favorite wrestler. I'd ultimately say worst wrestler ever. Because he was successful, and I don't fucking get why. Because look at him, he looks like a, he's a child's dream. If you tell me you're a little Is boy. Is that what you were dreaming about as an yes, eight-year-old boy? Yes, And I had a cuddly toy of him as well. 
Like it was like you know the wee wrestler shaped toys yeah. of him and I used to wrestle with him and then when I got older fuck him and stuff and it was it was great. <laughs> I choking that didn't. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the only good match he had. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. How do you have that sign by the way? I just actually did a gig with Hogan once and he gave it to me. No, you did a gift, yeah. Back in Tampa in twenty thirteen. No, no yeah. you did it. Where did you FNT? So we were over just Where did the FNT gig with Hulk Hogan? I, I, it was like I know it was like in a some sort of like we theater place just outside. Oh, was he a big Nordy Shore fan? Was no, he? He was just doing a thing and they needed a warm up and we were there. And Fuck off! It, no, so. he didn't. Yeah. And he got all twelve of you. No, it was only three of us. Actually, me, Tom, and Jordan were the only three that went. Um, but that stage, and that was it. Yeah. So. And what what was the show? It was just us doing wee sketches and stuff, and then Hulk Hogan went and did like a speaking word. And did show. it go well? Yeah, it was pretty good. I got that out of it. The signed Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan. Um. You're lying to me. I don't think so. I don't believe you. Why? Well, what's up to you, man? If you want to be... I don't believe that FNT did warm up for Hulk Hogan in Florida. <laughs> well, where did you actually, where did you actually, where did you actually get it? Florida. Hulk where, Hogan. Where did you get it? It was called Live in Concert Brother. was the name of the show. Google it. Hulk Hogan Orlando. Live in Concert Brother. And you'll see. I, if I'm wrong, if, you've yeah. been, if I find this isn't real, I'm taking the photo. What's well, real like? Signed by Hulk Hogan. No, I mean, if I find out what you've been telling me isn't real, I'm taking, I'm taking the photo. Well, you know, what do you guys think about truth or spirit? All of God's the Jonas Brothers, mate, so... Oh, well, uh, maybe it was before the internet. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Do you, you ever hear Hulk Hogan's album? No. Is it rap? No, that's Randy Savage's. Ooh, yeah. Which has a diss track to Hulk Hogan in it. But he has a song about a, a fan who died. It's called Hulkster in Heaven. It's fucking amazing. What's he doing? I seen it on the news. I saw it on TV. I'll never see your face when I wrestle at Wembley. Is he an English guy? (laughs) You were my friend. (laughs) There goes another Hulkamaniac. Oh my god, I don't believe that's true, is it? I can play it for Hopefully. you. Once this ends, I'll Once play you yeah, your Hulkster oh. in heaven. Guys, you know what? I think that's a great point to end the podcast because I need to see this. I need to see it immediately. Guys, listen, thank you for listening to the Are You Ready podcast. If you've enjoyed it, share it out there. Tell people about it. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And please Google, uh, what's this called? Hulk and Maniacs in Heaven? Hulkster in Heaven. Hulkster in Heaven. I've been Dave Elliott. He's been William Thompson. See you soon.